0: Welcome to Immerse Kingdoms, reading for week 3, day 12. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. They forgot about the Lord their God, and they served the images of Baal and the Asherah Poles. Then the Lord burned with anger against Israel, and He turned them over to King Cushan Richithaim of Aram Naharaim, and the Israelites served Cushan Richithaim for eight years. But when the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help, the Lord raised up a rescuer to save them. His name was Othniel, the son of Caleb's younger brother Kenaz. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he became Israel's judge. He went to war against King Cushan rishathaim of Aram, and the Lord gave Othniel victory over him. So there was peace in the land for forty years." then Othniel son of Kenaz died. Once again the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight, and the Lord gave King Eglon of Moab control over Israel because of their evil. Eglon enlisted the Ammonites and the Amalekites as allies, and then he went out and defeated Israel, taking possession of Jericho, the city of Palms. And the Israelites served Eglon of Moab for eighteen years, But when the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help, the Lord again raised up a rescuer to save them. His name was Ehud, son of Gera, a left-handed man of the tribe of Benjamin. The Israelites sent Ehud to deliver their tribute money to King Eglon of Moab. So Ehud made a double-edged dagger that was about a foot long, and he strapped it to his right thigh, keeping it hidden under his clothing. He brought the tribute money to Eglon, who was very fat. After delivering the payment, Ehud started home with those who had helped carry the tribute. But when Ehud reached the stone idols near Gilgal, he turned back. He came to Eglon and said, I have a secret message for you. So the king commanded his servants, be quiet, and he sent them all out of the room. Ehud walked over to Eglon, who was sitting alone in a cool upstairs room, and Ehud said, I have a message from God for you. As King Eglon rose from his seat, Ehud reached with his left hand, pulled out the dagger strapped to his right thigh, and plunged it into the king's belly. The dagger went so deep that the handle disappeared beneath the king's fat. So Ehud did not pull out the dagger, and the king's bowels emptied. Then Ehud closed and locked the doors of the room and escaped down the latrine, After Ehid was gone, the king's servants returned and found the doors to the upstairs room locked. They thought he might be using the latrine in the room, so they waited. But when the king didn't come out after a long delay, they became concerned and got a key. And when they opened the doors, they found their master dead on the floor. While the servants were waiting, Ehid escaped, passing the stone idols on his way to Sierra. When he arrived in the hill country of Ephraim, had sounded a call to arms. Then he led a band of Israelites down from the hills. Follow me, he said, for the Lord has given you victory over Moab, your enemy. So they followed him, and the Israelites took control of the shallow crossings of the Jordan River across from Moab, preventing anyone from crossing. They attacked the Moabites and killed about 10,000 of their strongest and most able-bodied warriors, not one of them escaped. So Moab was conquered by Israel that day, and there was peace in the land for eighty years. After Ehid, Shamgar son of Anath rescued Israel. He once killed six hundred Philistines with an ox goad. After Ehid's death, the Israelites again did evil in the Lord's sight so the Lord turned them over to King Jabin of Hazor, a Canaanite king. The commander of his army was Sisera, who lived in hirosheth Hagoyim. Sisera, who had nine hundred iron chariots, ruthlessly oppressed the Israelites for twenty years. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help. Deborah, the wife of Lapidoth, was a prophet who was judging Israel at that time. She would sit under the palm of Deborah, Between Ramah and Bethel, in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites would go to her for judgment. One day she sent for Barak, son of Abinoam, who lived in Kedesh, in the land of Naphtali. She said to him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, commands you. Call out ten thousand warriors from the tribes of Naphtali and Zebulun at Mount Tabor, and I will call out Sisera, commander of Jabin's army along with his chariots and warriors, to the Kishon River. There I will give you victory over him. Barak told her, I will go, but only if you go with me. Very well, she replied, I will go with you. But you will receive no honor in this venture, for the Lord's victory over Sisera will be at the hands of a woman. So Deborah went with Barak to Kedesh. At Kedesh, Barak called together the tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali, and ten thousand warriors went up with him. Deborah also went with him. Now Heber the Kenite, a descendant of Moses' brother in law Hobab, had moved away from the other members of his tribe and pitched his tent by the oak of Zaananim, near Kedesh. When Cicero was told that Barak, son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, He called for all nine hundred of his iron chariots and all of his warriors, and they marched from Hirosheth-Hagoyim to the Kishon River. Then Deborah said to Barak, Get ready. This is the day the Lord will give you victory over Sisera, for the Lord is marching ahead of you. So Barak led his ten thousand warriors down the slopes of Mount Tabor into battle. When Barak attacked, the Lord threw Sisera and all his chariots and warriors into a panic. Sisera leaped down from his chariot and escaped on foot. Then Barak chased the chariots and the enemy army all the way to Hirosheth Hagoyim, killing all of Sisera's warriors. Not a single one was left alive. Meanwhile, Sisera ran to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite, because Heber's family was on friendly terms with King Jabin of Hazor. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, "'Come into my tent, sir. Come in. Don't be afraid.' So he went into her tent, and she covered him with a blanket. "'Please give me some water,' he said. I'm thirsty. So she gave him some milk from a leather bag and covered him again. "'Stand at the door of the tent,' he told her. "'If anybody comes and asks you if there is anyone here, say no.' but when Sisera fell asleep from exhaustion, Jael quietly crept up to him with a hammer and tent peg in her hand. Then she drove the tent peg through his temple and into the ground, and so he died. When Barak came looking for Sisera, Jael went out to meet him. She said, Come, and I will show you the man you are looking for. So he followed her into the tent and found Sisera lying there dead with a tent peg through his temple. So on that day, Israel saw God defeat Jabin, the Canaanite king. And from that time on, Israel became stronger and stronger against King Jabin until they finally destroyed him. On that day, Deborah and Barak, son of Abinoam, sang this song. Israel's leaders took charge, and the people gladly followed. Praise the Lord. Listen, you kings. Pay attention, you mighty rulers. For I will sing to the Lord. I will make music to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you set out from Seir and marched across the fields of Edom, the earth trembled, and the cloudy skies poured down rain. The mountains quaked in the presence of the Lord, the God of Mount Sinai, in the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel in the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, and in the days of Jael. People avoided the main roads, and travelers stayed on winding pathways. There were few people left in the villages of Israel, until Deborah arose as a mother for Israel. When Israel chose new gods, war erupted at the city gates. Yet not a shield or spear could be seen among 40,000 warriors in Israel. My heart is with the commanders of Israel, with those who volunteered for war. Praise the Lord. Consider this, you who ride on fine donkeys, you who sit on fancy saddle blankets, and you who walk along the road. Listen to the village musicians gathered at the watering holes. They recount the righteous victories of the Lord and the victories of His villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord march down to the city gates. Wake up, Deborah, wake up, wake up, wake up, and sing a song. Arise, Barak, lead your captives away, son of Abinoam. Down from Tabor marched the few against the nobles. The people of the Lord marched down against mighty warriors. They came down from Ephraim, a land that once belonged to the Amalekites. They followed you, Benjamin, with your troops. From Makir the commanders marched down. From Zebulun came those who carry a commander's staff. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah and Barak. They followed Barak, rushing into the valley. But in the tribe of Reuben there was great indecision. Why did you sit at home among the sheepfolds to hear the shepherds whistle for their flocks? Yes, in the tribe of Reuben there was great indecision. Gilead remained east of the Jordan, and why did Dan stay home? Asher sat unmoved at the seashore, remaining in his harbors. But Zebulun risked his life, as did Naphtali on the heights of the battlefield. The kings of Canaan came and fought at Taanach near Megiddo Springs, but they carried off no silver treasures. The stars fought from heaven, The stars in their orbits fought against Sisera. The Kaishan River swept them away, that ancient torrent, the Kaishan. March on with courage, my soul. Then the horses' hooves hammered the ground, the galloping, galloping of Sisera's mighty steeds. Let the people of Miraz be cursed, said the angel of the Lord. Let them be utterly cursed, because they did not come to help the Lord to help the Lord against the mighty warriors. Most blessed among women is Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. May she be blessed above all women who live in tents. Sisera asked for water, and she gave him milk. In a bowl fit for nobles, she brought him yogurt. Then with her left hand, she reached for a tent peg, and with her right hand for the workman's hammer. She struck Sisera with the hammer crushing his head. With a shattering blow, she pierced his temples. He sank, he fell, he lay still at her feet, and where he sank, there he died. From the window, Sisera's mother looked out. Through the window, she watched for his return, saying, Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why don't we hear the sound of chariot wheels? Her wise women answer, and she repeats these words to herself. They must be dividing the captured plunder with a woman or two for every man. There will be colorful robes for Sisera and colorful embroidered robes for me. Yes, the plunder will include colorful robes embroidered on both sides. Lord, may all your enemies die like Sisera, but may those who love you rise like the sun in all its power Then there was peace in the land for 40 years. This concludes today's Immerse Reading Experience. Thank you for joining us.